Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Tripod Podcast. Uh, I am your co-host, Eric Nunez, along with David Flatman and Justin Pro. Um, if you haven't already, check us out on Twitter at Tripod with the with the three uh, three at three R I P O D. Uh, follow us on the socials also if you are listening to us or if you're listening to us make sure you you follow us on twitch at uh justin pro one um at david flatman that's two t's and two Two t's and two n's and then uh also eric nunez 29 all right. Um, today's guest will be having Jacob Coates. He is a large piece of meat for nothing. Okay, chat. The boys. What does he do? Gentlemen. What does he do? He's he's six foot seven, uh, about two hundred and ten pounds, of pure bone, <laughs> um, chicken legs and all. You know. He uh he plays D one baseball at Houston Baptist. He's my best friend. I always give him so much uh so much mess. But he is my best friend. He is um he's a good friend of mine. Uh me and David have known him for quite a bit. Went to high school with him and, and played ball with him. So without further ado, here comes Jacob Coates. What's up guys? What's up? going on what's going on so uh when are we freestyling uh, is that what we're here to do dude that's all we're doing this this uh for however long this podcast lasts you know so i bought the bar so yeah, you you're ready. <laughs> what's going on no, i don't think you're ready oh you ain't ready baby <laughs> how's that right we got all the meats coming out today Mm-hmm. nothing but meat you know Thank y'all for having me. I'm excited to be here, man. Excited to talk some sports. Or, yeah. For sure. Talk about all the stuff going on, you know? Yeah. Excited. First guest on, you have to feel special. Yeah. Oh, man, I do first. feel special. I didn't know I was the first guest. Very first. Right. I'm going to start Very crying. First. <laughs> nah, Try I, I, I definitely introduce you as a, a big, a big uh, piece of meat for nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, right. all you have to say is about all there is to me, so... You know, I guess I'm gonna go then. I guess that's all. I guess that's it. You know, guys, he's he's six seven. Uh, he's six seven Jewish guy. And if you're a lady out there, he's a six seven. Uh, egghead. Um, that likes to eat a lot, but very, very, uh, very smooth with the ladies. Hey, 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 hey! He said it, not me, ladies. Hit me up. <laughs> no, I guess uh I guess we could just start with um you know um give us give just give us some background information on where you're at, uh, where you went, what you do position wise. You got there. Yeah. You know the the the, the whole experience of, of like going through through what you went through cuz you went through a lot. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, like like Eric said, um uh, I am tall uh um, kind of fits perfectly for pitching. That's kind of 
got a first baseman and you're tall, you're, you're going to be pitching. So luckily I love to pitch. I've always loved to pitch even before, you know, I hit my growth spurt. Um, so I'm very fortunate that they kind of go hand in hand and kind of give me a bit of an advantage on the mound. Um, so yeah, like he, like he said, we played ball together in high school at, uh, at Samuel Clemens and I, after I graduated, didn't have anywhere to go. I had a couple D3 schools um, that offered me a spot to play there. They're both private schools, and I just uh, didn't feel like it was right to take on that amount of debt um, just to play baseball. You know, I didn't feel like it was the wise decision. Um, so, regrettably, not regrettably, but you know, it, it was a tough decision. But I, I turned them down. You know, and said thank you. But uh, like I said, it's just not not the best decision for me right now. Um, committed to a junior college in West Texas. Um, in June, late June, early July, after my senior year, after I graduated, was ready to go. Um, ended up hurting my, tearing my UCL that summer um, and my pitching elbow. I didn't need Tommy John, thankfully, but it was uh, it's pretty serious tear. So I rehabbed it for six months. I was going to transfer to that junior college in West Texas in December. I call him, say, "Hey, I'm ready to go. Um, just to a bullpen." Good arm felt good. Was throwing hard. I said, "Hey, I'm ready to go." He says, "Oh, hey, let me uh, let me call you back in a little bit." Uh, I said, "Okay, cool." You know, just figured he was busy. Well, it turns out they didn't have a spot for me. Um, it was kind of an empty promise. And uh, not only did they not have a spot for me, but they didn't even have a room and a bed for me to sleep in. Um, so I'm kind of freaking out. Um, don't know what to do. You know, I'm so pumped. I told everybody didn't want to be embarrassed. You know, I've been out for six months, wanted to play ball. I realized my window's closing since I've already graduated high school, you know. Um, so I'm kind of freaking out. Well, my shortstop from high school, um, he played at Parrish Junior College in Northeast Texas. It's like 20 minutes from uh, the Southeast Oklahoma border. Uh, so he sees my video, posts on Twitter, lets his coach know. Uh, Coach Cox up at, up at Paris Junior College calls me, says, hey, man, uh, you know, it's December. I don't have any scholarship money left for spring transfers, but, you know, if you want to play ball, you got a spot here. Um, never met the dude in person, never visited the campus, no nothing. It was like two or three days before the campus shut down for the winter, over winter break. Um, I, I appreciated him being honest. I appreciated him giving me a chance. I said, well, let's do it, man. Let's get it. I'm, uh, I'm ready to play ball. Uh, you know, still out of shape uh, as far as like weightlifting and uh, running and all that, but definitely very out of shape as far as throwing. Uh, I was being very conservative, making sure I, I took my rehab seriously, didn't rush anything back, um, didn't want to you know get excited and end up hurting myself worse or delaying my timeline even more. So I was out of shape. I started a little bit when I got there, but um, I was looking bad. I absolutely embarrassed myself in that first workout. Um, couldn't breathe. Everybody else was struggling a little bit. You know, it was the first workout back from winter break. But, man, I, I barely survived it. Um, so I'm thinking that night, like, man, what did I get myself into? Show up those first couple weeks of practice. Um, our first tournament got canceled. The team team canceled because they weren't ready or their field rained out or something. Um, so our second weekend was two games against – Southeastern Oklahoma State. It was a junior college. I can't remember. It was a small junior college up in Oklahoma. Um, and two games against Weatherford College. Um, they played two up in Oklahoma and then two at our place um, each. So, um, you know, first weekend, uh, first, first game goes by. We played two doubleheaders um, Friday and Saturday. 
Games go by, I don't get in. I'm like, okay, um, you know, that's cool. We had our, our best guys going. I get that, I get it, I'm new, you know, whatever. Second game, same story. I'm like, all right, like, like I said, I get it. You know, had all of our uh, projected starters throwing, you know, I get it. They're kind of testing stuff out and trying to get ready for conference play. And like I said, I'm new. Third game goes by. Um, actually, I should, I should stop. I should, before I get there, um, on the way home from that second game from Oklahoma, stop at like a little rest stop it had like um, a mcdonald's wendy's and a pizza hut and the mcdonald's was in a gas station and it was gross um as most uh gas stations especially that part of the country are it was just nasty and sketchy same thing with the wendy's um so i didn't end up eating i was like i'm, I'm good well a buddy of mine went over to pizza hut and got pepperoni pizza um that's where it makes sense but he got pepperoni pizza well he ended up getting food poisoning so third game goes by i don't get in i'm freaking out kind of getting mad i'm like man you know i'm six hours away from home this is my family miss my girlfriend you know scared struggling all that stuff um we end up going into extra innings in the fourth game with weatherford tied like uh nine to nine um in the bottom of the ninth and i get in maybe they call my name and I'm pumped, man. I'm, I'm pumped. My adrenaline is rushing. My family's there. Um, dad, brother, and little sister. My brother had to work. Family's there. I get in the game, uh, get my first strikeout, get out of the inning. I, I give up leadoff double, I think. Up double, get out of it unharmed. Great, pumped up. Well, we don't end up scoring um, in the bottom of the ninth. So going into the 10th, they put me in. Same thing, leadoff double. I'm like, you know, everybody else is kind of freaking out. Like, damn, you know, we really wanted to go 4 0 this weekend. Um, but it's, it's kind of looking rough. Well, had a couple of nice defensive plays behind me. I strike out the, the last guy and I'm going nuts. You know, my dad got video of it going nuts. Um, pitch good. We end up winning, walking it off in the, in the next half of the inning, bottom of the 10th and go four and zero on the weekend. You know, and this is my coach's first year in the program. A lot of young guys, um, a lot of guys getting, um, leaving the program for you know personal reasons and doing dumb stuff. So it was huge for us. Um, so I know it's kind of a long story, but, really gave me the opportunity to play when it wasn't looking like I was going to. Um, they even told my dad, like, man, we just trade up. We weren't planning on playing Jacob this weekend. You know, like, it was early. We didn't think his arm was in shape. <clears throat> but he told us he was ready and we needed the guy. So, thankfully, my buddy got food poisoning. Otherwise, I wouldn't have gotten a pitch that weekend. And I think all the time, you know, like, where my mental state would have gone. Um, so, next year, I'm hurt, kind of have a rough fall. Um, but I work super hard, get healthy again, um, try to gain some velocity over that, that winter. I ended up getting a, a winning or a, a starting spot, won the spot. Um, super pumped, super excited. And that gave me the opportunity to get a scholarship to go to HBU. Um, D1, play D1 baseball. I only had one, uh, one offer before that. It was a small D2 in Arkansas. I uh, really wanted to go there. Um, but like I said, with the other schools, the D3s uh, here in Texas, it was just too expensive and too far from home. So it didn't feel right, you know. And I had a tough conversation with my pitching coach. And I was like, man, you know, this might be my last year of baseball. This is all I'm getting, you know, like take on that much debt. Well, three years later, I'm still playing ball. Um, so I'm super thankful. Summer after my sophomore year, I made uh, a man named Micah Bowie at the Bowie Baseball Academy in New Braunfels. He completely uh, fixes my mechanics, completely breaks my bad habits. I go from sitting like 82, 83, maybe touching 84, uh, hitting 91 that summer, um, hitting 93, 
at that following spring. So it just completely changed the trajectory of my career. Um, unfortunately, before my junior year, I got hurt. Um, I tore my labrum and my hip, my left hip. And um, I pitched that, that almost that whole season, my whole junior year on it. But it just didn't feel right, man. It just kept nagging at me. I was in the training room every single day just trying to get to where I wasn't in pain, not even feel good, but just I wasn't. It didn't feel like a stabbing pain anymore. Um, ended up having surgery on it. Took forever. First surgery didn't really take. Had another one. Um, I'm all healed now. Um, been throwing off the mound for about a month or so now. Um, uh, kind of rough. couple of bullpens. Uh, I remember my second bullpen, my first pitch. Um, second bullpen this summer, my first pitch was 68 miles an hour. I kind of, <laughs> kind of broke my heart, you know, kind of <laughs> want to hear it, you know, uh, yeah. they do on the uh, radar gun was like, you don't want to know, but like, dude, tell me, he's like, dude, I'm telling you, you don't want to know, like, just tell me. And he told me and he was right. I didn't want to know, but uh, <laughs> I mean, you're, uh, you're, you're 91 still, uh, still looks like 60 poo though. Yeah. Yeah, it does. But, uh, that, that, that radar gun said 91 today. So that's, that's nice. You know, I'm hoping to back hoping to keep getting stronger keep gaining velocity and have a, a great year this year you know try to do something something fun do something big overcome the odds yeah, yeah man i mean if she's i out of everyone from high school i could say you know there's a select few people um that have gone through things like that <clears throat> a baseball sense on the baseball field. And for my sake, personally, I can say that the first time I saw Jacob throw or the first time I saw Jacob in person on a baseball field, I was like, Holy shit. This dude is like seven foot tall. He's got, <laughs> he, he's, he's got to throw gas. And the first time I saw him, the first time I saw him, through, he didn't throw hard. And I was like, okay, well, I lied. And, and and from that moment to where this man is now and what he's gone through and the recovery that he's done to where like velocity wise he is now and the things he's doing now to be one school is just crazy for me. And I give him hundred percent credit for that props to you. Um, there's not many people that can, there's not many people that could go through that. That would have the willpower to, you know, say uh, I'm finally putting the glove up, but the fact that you kept fighting through it is just something special because it's something that I tried to do and I could. And uh, it's, it's an inspiration to see someone like you do that, that I grew up with. Well, thank you, man. Um, in all honesty, stuff like, like what you just said, you know, and just being happy for me and being, you know, on my side, um, you and, you know, everybody else that are there for me, even just, you know, kind of rooting me, you know, cheering me on, rooting for me. Uh, that's, honestly one of the biggest reasons that I was able to keep going, you know, um, Eric was constantly in my corner, you know, constantly like, yeah, man, I'll come throw with you, you know? Yeah. You know, uh, my shoulder hurts, but yeah, I'll catch a bullpen stuff like that. You know, I mean, constantly, um, you know, my dad is constantly talking to me, you know, I'm a warrior and I, I freak out, you know, I instantly go to the, to the extreme, you know, and things aren't that bad. I'm always like, it's bad. It's, it's that bad. You know, it's the worst thing that ever happened, but you know, him, Eric, my dad, a bunch of people, you know, just kind of being in my corner is what makes it makes it possible to kind of overcome the adversity and be like, man, like, you know, I can't quit now, you know, like, I got people rooting for me. I got, I got things I still want to do, you know, so, yeah, I really do appreciate that. And, and Eric, I really appreciate you, man. Like I said, just 
just being there for me, man, whether it's just to, to hang out and talk or to catch my bullpen or I mean, I suck, you know, uh, stuff like that, you know, uh, I sent Eric the, the video of me, uh, hit 90 today and, uh, said, Hey, I'm, I'm happy for you, man. Maybe if you got your arm back further, you would throw it. Even <laughs> yeah, always, there. always there to bring me back to earth, you know, and, uh, you know, sometimes I want to karate chop him in the throat but i i appreciate it man I, I yeah really... bro. i'm probably i'm probably because his biggest critic bro <laughs> i'm really the biggest critic he has but i know uh, it's all love you know so yeah. at least mostly love i don't know <laughs> hey james you catch balls too bro you just caught you just catch them in a different way than i do <laughs> <laughs> no but that uh this whole thing you know he uh jacob was talking about having friends and family in his corner so that that brings on the aspect that I wanted to bring up first is um, for your friends at HBU um, and teammates and coaches with everything that's going on, how, how does this impact y'all? How do you think this is going to impact y'all if you do play um, on a chemistry level? Do you think you're going to get more chemistry out of this? Um, You know, how how do you think this affects your baseball program now um, based on what's happening? Um, well, as, as far as chemistry wise, um, you know, I, to be honest, I never really thought about that. Um, I, I could see it being great for us. You know, we have a, a lot more guys to, to be friends with and a lot more people to, to kind of help pull the rope towards our goal, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but unfortunately that it's, um, that could be one more ego. That could be one more person getting mad at little things, you know, at their lack of playing time because, College in college, you play at least at our school. You play four games a week, so that's thirty six innings. You know, so it sounds like a lot. You got fifteen guys on a pitching staff on a normal roster, not including all these guys coming in. You know, but, that they've recruited, but also the seniors coming back that wanted the extra year of eligibility. You know, we had a couple say, "No, nah, man, I got a job lined up. I don't have any more classes to take. I'm not going for my masters." Uh, one guy actually signed with the Astros. Um, so that's awesome, man. He, he signed a. He didn't. He didn't get drafted, but it was uh, the he's late like signed. after whatever it's called, you know. But he yeah. signed for the full, full twenty thousand, and uh, they paid off his uh, student loans. So, man, that's awesome. Super happy for him. Absolutely deserves it. Dude worked his tail off. But anyway, all these guys coming back. That's just more people to eat up innings, you know. Right. Um, so on the surface, it sounds great. It's like okay, we got fifteen guys, thirty six innings. Every guy will get two or three innings, you know, a week minimum. Well. Uh, you got starters, and you're hoping those guys go six, seven, eight innings, you know, every weekend. Um, and then you got probably a setup guy and then a closer, you know. So they're throwing probably 27 of the of the 36 innings immediately, you know. And then sometimes, you know, they didn't throw as much as they needed to on the weekend. So in the midweek games, they got to get working. So that's taking even more innings away, not including the midweek starter who wants to go, you know, have six innings and then get the bullpen work in. So as a pitcher, man, it's, it's tough um, uh, as, as a reliever because, you know, you get pumped up for the game. You know, it's tough to stay locked in every single game uh, the way you have to as a pitcher. You know, I've been a starter and a reliever. Um, both have, you know, their, their benefits. As a reliever, there's a chance you could play every single game every of, of the whole season. You know, you could pitch 56 games. Um, it's possible. It's not likely. You know, everybody needs a day off. Um, there's blowouts where you blow people out. There's times where you, you know, you get blown out. 
um, where they won't use you, but it's possible. You know, it's, it's a, at the very least, it's a possibility you're going to get in the game. As a starter, you know, dude, there's no chance I'm getting in three of these games. There's, there's yeah. no chance. You know, I know I'm pitching Saturday. I know I'm pitching Sunday. Whatever. So it's, it's tough to to stay locked in and, and be excited and be behind your teammates because it is a long season. You know, high school, mm-hmm. it's 14 games. Um, in your college, they play like 40 games in the fall and then like 56 in the spring. Uh, and at the NCAA level, I'm not sure in AI, I'm not sure the regs on that, but I'm pretty sure it's the same. You only get two or three, um, like, you only get two or three competitions against other schools. You can play as many inter squads as you want, where it's your team playing against your team, but against other schools, you only get two or three. So you know, it's tough to, to get the innings in and feel like, you know, you matter and feel like your work was worth it, you know. Um, so that could definitely affect chemistry. Um, but that kind of covered my next point is like, man, there's, there's a lot of guys for in the same amount of spots to be won, you know? Um, so yeah. it's going to be interesting. Um, I think college baseball could be at its best because we have, you know, this is the biggest talent pool we've ever had, you know, with there being fewer draft rounds and more people available, there could be some absolutely incredible things done this year, you know? Absolutely. Um, Unfortunately for the the guys on the bubble and and the guys you know the below average guys, um, they're not going to play quite as much as they're expecting to or hoping to. You know, um, uh, yeah, it, it's going to be interesting, man. Um, the way it's going to affect recruiting for for years to come. You know, it's not going to mm-hmm. be just this year because you know freshmen they can play, uh, they can be there for five years. So this even if they're redshirting, everybody's taking back their redshirts and saying, no, no, they were going to play. It's just the corona. You know, yeah. Uh, so it's going to be a minimum of seven years if everything goes perfectly before things are back to quote unquote normal, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, man, I, I just, it's, it's thrown a, a huge wrench into a lot of people's plans and not just in baseball and all of sports, you know, um, with our program, we had a couple guys that, that wanted to come back and were definitely good enough to come back. You know, coach wasn't like, Oh, you want to come back? Don't, you know, like, it's like, please, <laughs> please come back. Yeah. But they already had jobs lined up and they already had, you know, ends after and it's like well, i'm clearly not getting drafted you know i'm good but i'm not good enough to get drafted um mm-hmm. i got a job lined up you know like i'm sorry man i i just gotta go i gotta do the smart thing here you know it's, it's more than just being allowed to come back it's it's the money you know uh baseball exactly. doesn't get very many scholarships you know, it's only 11.7 yeah. for like 35 guys um so almost nobody is on a full ride you know um, so they got to figure out another year of living expenses, uh, food expenses, tuition, fees, you know, being on the road. Some of these guys already have families. Some of the guys are already married, you know, have, have a kid already, you know. So it's another year being away uh, from all that. My my buddy, um, he's at a small D3 school. I played it with him in JUCO. Um, two of them, actually. Went to a, a D3 school up in Austin. Um Super expensive, super nice, but extremely expensive. They're like, man, you know, I would have loved another year to play, but I just can't afford it, man. I, I just don't have the money, you know. So it's it's there's some tough decisions to be made for sure, you know. Was that? Right. Um, and then it's even worse for for high school kids who can't get that year back, who can't get the corona redshirt, you know. Like mm-hmm. you graduated high school, yeah, man. You like, graduated. Yeah. Like, sorry, see you. You know. Was uh was that Division three Concordia? Uh yeah yeah, yeah. University. See, I go to TLU, so it's okay, pretty right. expensive. Yeah, and, and that that was the other school that that offered me was was TLU. That was yeah. the first one. So this said what you were saying about like how they 
don't want to go back because, I mean, I knew there are like two seniors on the tennis team, but I knew like a lot on the track team. And one of them was like a nationally ranked sprinter. And they gave him, like, obviously they gave everybody the choice, but it's just like, man, like, financially, I'm going to take on all this debt again for mm-hmm. another y- semester. Right. And yeah, for a majority of just, these lower level guys, like Division three guys who don't get scholarships, it it's it sucks. It's it's not worth it. Right, right, for sure. Um, and like you said, you know, they don't get those athletic scholarships. And by no means am I, you know, talking down on Division three baseball or NAI or JUCO or anything. Yeah, man, no, I I, I've said it countless times. Is ball is ball, man. If, if you're still playing. You're, you're, you got some skill, man. If you're even considered, you know, you, you've got some skill, mm-hmm. um, like, you know, and a good chance. So by no means am I saying that, that one is better than the other. You know, there's, yeah, no. there's definitely some fantastic D3 teams, including TLU. You know, they were just in the World Series a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, Concordia was in the Super Regional that same year. UT Tyler won the thing, and they're in the same yeah. conference as Concordia, TLU, yeah. uh, Shriner, Trinity, all them. Um, great, uh, great program. You know, I know yeah, a lot of guys that went there and played, and some dudes, man, some some Maybe absolute trying. dudes who are just a, a little bit small, or you know, really like the fit um, of of the university, and decided to go there. But by no means does that mean they couldn't have played at a D one. You know, and a lot of them get drafted as well from any level. You know, any and every level. So by no means, just to clarify, am I? talking down on any level is just yeah the situations um i believe d2 gets le- even less scholarships than d1 gets yeah um so yeah. that affects my situation even more than d1 and d3 man the money is it's it's tough you know a lot of schools mm-hmm. give out uh um, academic money but still it's 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 a lot to take on so this yeah, whole thing this whole thing has been like a um so let's just okay so this happened and it immediately had problems like, oh shit, what are we going to do? But now that the time has gone on and it's still around, it has opened up, in my opinion, and in not in like an entire new box of issues. So now, I mean, how does, how does this affect, um, you know, scholarships going two, three years down the line? Are you going to have less? Are you going to have more? Um, are, um, our sports teams at university is going to be funded less to help support the money that these schools are going to have to pay for to put these kids online for maybe the rest of this year, because that's a lot of money they have to give up, especially if you lose housing, you're going to lose a portion of tuition because of housing. Um, And in that aspect, like how these teams don't know if they're going to have the ability to have, extra scholarships or, you know, like in D1's case for baseball, 11.7. They don't know if they're going to even have six in three years now because of this money. Because, you know, I mean, everybody knows that in D1 uh, sports, all money goes to football first. So everything that's going to happen, it's immediately going to go to football. Now, that doesn't speak for the the D1 schools that don't have football programs. But for these schools that have football programs, yeah. Like, uh, what? You, how are you going to fund your baseball team when you can barely fund your football team right now? Um, it, like, do you just have a year where you literally don't bring anybody in, or you have to take a year off from baseball to 
re-up that profit just to break even again. It's just, it's a crazy thing to think about. And I, I really can't wrap my head, my head around like how they're going to do it because there's definitely a money pit already. And um, the issue isn't being brought up and I think it needs to be brought up. Um, it's, it's just kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, and First off, if I'm talking too much, you know, y'all tell me to shut up. Uh, no, you good. You good. Keep no, you're the guest. You're yeah, supposed you're to talk more yeah, than us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. I was just making sure. But uh, <laughs> um, first, first, I'm not saying anything rightly or wrongly. Um, my whole point here, my whole angle is just telling you the stuff I know, um, mm-hmm. or the the stuff the way I perceive it. You know, I'm not I'm not right about any one subject. I'm not wrong about any one subject. You know. There's a lot up in the air, um, and there's a lot of great points on on every side of the argument, um, no matter what the argument is, um, especially with, with with college sports. You know, um, like you said, the money goes to football first, and, it, and the knee jerk reaction is like, oh, you know, damn football players always, you know, taking taking the money. Well, the truth of the matter, the fact of the matter is, football is is the only sport that turns a major profit um, in the NCAA, right? Um, and that's including the small D three schools, the D two schools, the the um, FCS um, schools like like HBU and the, you know the smaller D ones um, that don't pull in a whole lot of people. You know, um, so much money is made off off the Power Five schools and the national championship, the playoffs. You know, the the premier games on on Saturdays. You know, like so much money. So it it, it makes sense. On, on a wide scale, the money goes to football first. Um, you know, like it sucks and, and it's kind of a tough pill to swallow. It's tough to admit as a baseball player, you know, especially who in a small program like us is like, man, we need every, every dime we can get, you know, um, to compete. And we are competitive, you know, we are, we hang right there with a lot of schools, you know, um, and, you know, we made a regional in 2015, you know, people forget that Sam Houston's in our conference, you know, um, now I wasn't on the team there. I'm not saying that was me. I'm just saying, you know, we're competitive. We're there. Um, so it's kind of like, well, man, we should get the money, but we have like 11 sports at our school, you know, um, and only like 5,000 students. So man, like that's, that's a lot of money to go around. It's a lot of money to pass out and mm-hmm. try to balance out and feel justified. And, um, you know, thankfully there's, there's title nine. Um, so the, the female sports don't get, you know, kind of forgotten back, uh, about and forced to take the back burner, you know, um, yeah. There's a lot of of um, bureaucratic work and sides to, to take into consideration that we kind of forget about, you know, salaries um, for the trainer, salaries for the, the admin, the coaches, you know, travel fees, um, per diem, meal per diem fees, you know, all kinds of stuff like that. Um, and that's so what I'm saying. It's like, it's like, a, like you said, you know, you have 11 sports, you have about 5,000 kids, but that that's like what they're forgetting is not all that money is going to go to sports. Yeah, exactly. Probably maybe 65% of it goes to sports and the rest goes to academics, especially if they don't bring kids back to school in the fall. And and then in that case, uh, sports might get 30% of it. And then you got to split, you got to split 30% of profits across 11 teams. And then you come into the issue with, if you give one person more money, and less to the other person, then you're gonna piss that you're gonna piss that the team off. off. Yeah. So you can like it's just kind of a 
it's a lose lose no matter what you do it, it's just not going to work out because someone's going to get pissed off in the end uh, yeah for sure um and like us um you know southland um it's exactly that it's the southern land you know so there's a lot of teams in the south in this area you know we go down mm-hmm. from i think corpus is the southernmost team in university of central arkansas is the northernmost team and then we go from abilene christian and they're the only school in west texas that's the westernmost team to like southeastern louisiana i think is the easternmost yeah um, so texas is huge you know there's no question about that but for the most part we're kind of in the the same area as, as far as schools go you know um we don't fly anywhere um you know, everybody's like, oh, we just don't have the money, but it just doesn't make any sense to fly to all these right. places, to, to most right. places, you know, like when we can reach it by bus, there's no major airport nearby most of these places, you know, like it just doesn't make sense and we have a nice bus, so why not use it? Mm-hmm. Um, but that's great for us, you know. Um, I, I was hurt, I was redshirting this year, so I didn't get to travel, but our team flew to California to play Cal Baptist this year and we were pumped, you know, I was like, wow, that's awesome. Like, you know, we get to actually load up and plane and, be gone for a whole week, you know, like kind of feeling like like big shots, you know. Uh-huh. Um, like our men's soccer team, they're in the whack. They're not in the Southland, so they go all the way up from uh, Seattle University in Seattle, Washington, all the way down to UT Rio Grande Valley. So I mean, that's Ooh. literally covering the entire entire yes. you know, yes. entire <laughs> length of the country. I think you know? that's so that's, they have to fly everywhere. That's the same for like till you were in the SCAC. We have teams all yeah, the way yeah. up and. Colorado. And we then... just added a team in New Jersey this year for baseball. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it's tough, you know. And D3 don't have guys to fly, you know, to fly people everywhere, you know. Like, it's it's, it's a struggle sometimes, you know. And I say struggles in, like, as far as sports goes, you know. It's still a pretty good life. You're playing, you know, you're 18 to 22 years old still playing a kid's game, you know. Extremely oh, fortunate, yeah. but um as far as the the standards of of, of care and, and living uh, mm-hmm. the d3 and juco you know and nai they kind of have it uh the quote-unquote worst you know yeah yeah so eric uh bringing it on to you so where do you think that uh where do you think this puts uh junior with recruiting now well, that all of this has gone on well i think me well in my opinion, it, it 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 really for recruiting for them. I think, like you know, they they like kids nowadays love to play in all these big tournaments, like the 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 perfect games and 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 trial for the USA baseball team or whatever. But I think for for the kids now, because it used to be where if you were you were a sophomore and you were starting on varsity, like when we were in high school. If you were if you were on varsity your sophomore year, you were either you you were either really good or you had you had a really bad team, right? Yeah, you just had and a, a lot of, Yeah, and, and a lot of coaches saw that and they would they would see you like they start seeing you as a sophomore, like, oh, this guy intrigues me. Um this guy is uh he must be really good. Let's see what we what he's got. Let's Let's go see him at a at a, at a camp or, or whatever it may be, right? But now that 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 this is happening, I, I've gone to to two perfect game tournaments, right? With my with, with Junior, he's 
he's not on the best team. He's not the best player in the world either. You know, I, I, I'll say that. Um, but like usually at these perfect game tournaments, um, they're they're well ran. You have a bunch of coaches out there, and all this stuff, right? And mm-hmm. now there's there, I went to two of them. There were two really big tournaments, um, in the South, or at least in the, you know, in Texas, and there was no coaches. I mean, there was quite a bit of teams, but there was no coaches. There was there was none of that. There was no scouts. Um, I feel like the the way this is moving, I feel like they they won't they they'll maybe get looked at senior year uh, as a last resort or, or or as a second option, not not really as a like oh I need this guy on my team because he's good you know blah 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 blah. I feel like it just brings that back one more year the recruiting. Yeah. The recruiting aspect. So instead of instead of starting to look at somebody sophomore year because they're putting up numbers, they're gonna start looking at them at the end of junior year, and so that yep. that backs up the whole recruiting process. And, and I feel like, uh, I I just feel like if you're not a complete stud, like Blaze Jordan was, or like the the Blaze Jordans, or or, or um, the who's that catchers? The, my buddy, a, my buddy Hudson that went to Churchill. Yeah, the the Hudson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know the Hudsons and and the Jordan Westbergs, bro. You you're not you're not gonna get you're not gonna get a scholarship. You're not gonna get picked up until maybe last minute. Even if you are a baller, it, but you're not you're not in the in the top one hundred or whatever it it may be nowadays. I don't think yeah. you get you you're gonna get looked at. And I and I told Junior that I, I had a conversation with him. I was like, "It's a time to start working harder than ever now, because if you don't start working hard, and it, I mean, like if if you weren't you weren't working hard then, like before, you have to be working even harder now because it's it's going to be really hard to get a scholarship, to get looked at, to even go go to a camp and and get the chance to 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 uh, to showcase what you got." It's gonna be really tough for these kids, cause like one, like like we've been talking about, like like Coach talked about, is you know there's not or that we've been talking about is that there's not gonna be enough money, right? Two, yeah, this the, the rosters are gonna be overcrowded with people that they already they already gave uh gave their word to and and people that are gonna stay back. So I feel like it 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 moves it back a year. And then um, it, it it's just it's gonna leave so many kids without without baseball in, in, in these like from from sophomore to senior year type yeah, players. Sure. Um, and and I feel like that that that's that's gonna create. I don't know if it's gonna create a big problem for the for the universities, but it's gonna create a big problem for the for the 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 pool of players that there are right now. Oh, absolutely. Um... I my heart goes out to the high school players, um, not only because my you know I was I was an on the bubble guy, uh, I, you know I struggled in high school, stuff like that, but because you know mostly because I'm I'm a coach at the at the boy baseball academy, that's all you know that's that's our bread and butter is the high school kids, you know, so it's it's tough to to see it kind of dawn on them, 
him kind of realize that man, like you're already tough. There's already so many baseball players. There's already, you know, baseball typically gets the short end of the stick. And like I said, with the scholarships, um, it's the, the lowest um, ratio of players to scholarships of any sport. Um, but man, now in reality, they're, they're not just back one year, they're back two. Cause they lost a year of playing in high school of, of, getting reps of putting up stats of getting experience of feeling more comfortable on a varsity mound of, of all that stuff of traveling, you know, figuring out stuff with so much of, of baseball of sports, but especially baseball is just surviving. It's just getting another Jersey, figure that stuff out and to have more time to figure that stuff out. Um, not only did they lose that year, but like you said, things are backed up. So they're, colleges aren't recruiting. The, the way colleges recruit is they look at the guys they're expecting to get drafted, looking at the guy at the seniors leaving guys, you know, that are probably going to transfer stuff like that. They're, they're seeing that and saying, okay, we're going to have this whole lineup. We're going to have this many pitchers coming back. You know, we need to recruit guys to fill that spot. Well, now they have guys in that spot. It's like, ah, you know, I, I really don't need to go break my back to get over to this high school game. Um, leave practice early, leave my family, get back another late night because I already had that spot filled. So, great i can go hang out with my family you know i can i can go make sure the pictures i have now are getting better i can i can do all that stuff um kind of the best of both worlds and not even wrongly you know like college coaching college sports sports in general you know especially high school but especially college you're gone so much you're away from your family so much for recruiting for games you know you're not just down the road you're not getting back at 11 you're gone for three four days straight you know without seeing your wife and kids you know um, so I'm not faulting them for that by any means, but it, it's just kind of the fact of the matter. Like I said, it's it's just a kind of a hard pill to swallow as these kids are back or are set, are set back two years. You know, it's not a hard two years. There's there's still stuff that can happen all the time. You know, we'll stop playing for, for multiple reasons, um, whether they can control it or not. You know, um, things pop up. Life happens. Um, so spots will open up. It, it's not the be all end all to to get recruited. But what is going to happen, the, the kind of the silver lining, is these guys that could probably go D1, originally, they're going to, you know, they're not going to have that spot there. So D2 is going to be flooded with great talent, with honestly, D1 talent. But they don't have a spot in D1 because they've already been filled. Scholarships have been signed. The spot's already there. They haven't been recruited. So they're going to go D2. So they're going to be flooded. So D2 baseball is going to be even better. And same thing's going to happen to E3. They're going to be even better. And then JUCO and NAI, same stuff. You know, the 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 talent pool is going to be insane. That's a silver lining. You know, there's going to be some great baseball to watch. Um, but for the guys who are struggling to get to, to the lower level schools anyway, that's, you know, someone has to get the short end of the stick. Someone has to come up, you know, kind of feeling like they got screwed, unfortunately. But um, there's definitely a silver lining in it all. So. Yeah, I feel that because now, now, because there was this stigma where you had to go D one or, or or bust, and now it's gonna be like, I'm I just need to go play somewhere. Yeah. Cause like you said, there's ballers on uh, on all on all uh on all levels, you know, like uh, like Gavin, Gavin and uh, Gavin played with a guy from Concordia, Gavin and Mark Frankhauser, uh, I don't know. I don't know, not Concordia, UMHB. Frank Hauser played with the guy from U, UMHB, and, and you know, that's a D3 school. Uh, 
I'm, I'm sure they're in the same conference as as uh, Concordia and yeah. yep, same and conference. School. Damon Hart and, and, and Simmons yeah. as well. Yeah, he made it to the. He signed a big league contract. Oh, that's awesome! Like this year, so it's awesome, it's like, man. like you you never know. You could be at all levels, even before the, all this. You could have been on on an AIA team. You could have been playing, uh, at the the smallest division, the so, smallest division in the, in your in your state, and you could have still gone pro. Like you you could have still signed a contract. It doesn't matter. You know, and now it's even more important to know that that there, there's going to be ballers on all on all on all levels. Right. Ballers, and it, like it's good, like you said, it's going to be great baseball to watch. You know, and as as a fan, as a baseball fan, it it's going to be super fun. But as as a as a player, I think I think it should motivate it should motivate you more to get off your butt and and do what you need to do. Right? Absolutely, um, absolutely. Junior, I hope you're listening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, this is a this is a situation where, uh, let's let's put baseball aside. Let's talk real life. Um, it's putting these high school kids in a situation where, um, let's say you're working uh, your first your first job out of college, and you're making about fifty, and you've you've been in for three years now, and all of a sudden, one day, boss walks in. Hey, we're gonna have to lay you off. Um, you won't get a severance package. There's no bonus. We we just can't uh, afford to have you with the company anymore. And like the economy's in a recession. Of like, what the hell do you do? And it's one of those things where you just you can't go home and just pout and cry and whine about it. You got to get up off your ass and find every opportunity you can to either get a new job or start a company or something that you can do for yourself or for family to get something positive about it. And it's the same thing for baseball. You know, you, the, these high school kids can't just sit home and say, man, well, man, shit, like it don't matter. Like I'm not playing this year. So I'm just going to take this time off because COVID or whatever bullshit, mm-hmm. put a mask on and go do better things, you know, go work harder than everybody else because everybody else is going to have that mentality. You, you want to be able to stand out, and say no. This is this is actually a great thing for me because now I can take the chance to be one of the best players in Texas if I really wanted to be and perfect oh, yeah. my yeah. craft. Uh, yeah, yeah, for exactly. sure. Like uh, my, oh, my, my personal development um, struggles, I guess, or issues um, was always always like, man, I don't want to be sore for the games. You know, I'm working my butt off and play good in the games. So, you know, I don't. Me and Eric would work out super hard all offseason, throwing long toss, lifting weights, you know, just grinding it out. And then come season time, I don't know anything about training. Um, I don't I don't have any really you know, true direction in that area um, as far as in the in-season training. Um, so I would stop working out. You know, I would, I would stop doing all that stuff. That way, when, when coach finally called my name, I was ready. You know, my body felt good. I, was sore, I wasn't sore, wasn't tired, nothing like that. Um, so like I was saying earlier, silver lining, you can look at it as, you know, damn it, I just lost my, my sophomore's junior season. This sucks. I, you know, poor me. And there's certainly a time and place for that. Um, it's certainly a valid reaction. Or you could say, well, I just got four, five, six months to, to not have to worry about being ready for games, to reinvent my arm path, to, to focus on the weakest part of my, my game. I can 
just eat like an animal and train like an animal in the weight room. Um, whether it's, uh, you know, do, just doing pushups and in the home workouts that every company, every, everybody became a fitness guru all of a sudden. Um, but also, you know, <laughs> I don't know if you guys follow like, like Eric Sim on Twitter, the dude went out and poured concrete into a bucket, stuck a bar, uh, three pieces of, of uh, metal, like rebar in it. Um, and then did the same thing on the other side and then made like a wooden rack for his weights because his gym was closed. Yep. I mean, he called it prison baseball, you know, and uh, he, he talks about the uglier sides of, of professional baseball a lot. You know, um, he played Juco ball in Kansas, got uh, signed to University of Southern Florida, um, got drafted after his junior year, made it up to AAA as a pitcher. He was a catcher, um, couldn't hit, had an absolute cannon, but just couldn't couldn't hack it at the plate uh, quite good enough. Um, he had a pitcher made up to AAA, you know, um, Never, never made it to the bigs. Uh, only spent like uh, two or three weeks in AAA. But man, still to to get there, he's incredible. You know, so he talks about the uglier sides a lot. Um, also, you know, motivates a lot of people. Is like, man, no excuses. Like, just get in there and get it done. Yeah. Find a way if if you yeah. want it bad enough. You know, um, you know, look at it, people like you know Jose Altuve's facilities growing up, man. Like, you know, you see, yeah, nothing. You see those videos, nothing, man. It's but he found a way. He, he's still playing catch. You know. Um, when I was rehabbing earlier, not that this is the same at all, but um, have a, Eric, Eric's family was, you know, keeping them quarantined, trying to stay safe, as were just about every other family. Um, my dad would work uh, pretty late. The April, May, and early June are his busiest times at work, so you get home, and it's already dark. You know, it's, it's still daylight savings time, all that stuff. Um, so instead of saying, well, I, I can't throw we went to the back and threw into the net on my sister's trampoline, uh, you know, and he held the, the flashlight for me. Um, it would help me, you know, get the ball when it, it rolled away. But we, bottom line is you find a way to get it done, you know? So mm-hmm. number line, it's, it's all about your outlook, whether it's baseball or life is, you know, this, this, this situation sucks and there's no doubt about it, but you got to make you something make happen. Better, yeah. I, I don't really have a yeah. choice, you know? Yeah. Like with the, so like how Eric said, all the, my high school players, I mean, it, all this did put him at a disadvantage, but, like, from this disadvantage, you got to take advantage of your time off. You got to, yeah. instead of just playing Call of Duty all day or something, go throw, go lift, go run. Better yourself <clears throat> while at Chino. everybody else is probably slacking. Like, I, at Chino. <laughs> at Chino. Yeah, I mean, this time, <laughs> you could either use it to get better or use it to just slack off and it'll show i guess this next season or your whenever everybody plays it'll show like who got better and who got worse from all yeah, of this yeah for sure exactly and, and the beauty of it is you can still do both you can still sleep late and play yeah. call of duty <laughs> do all that stuff just and you still couple... have time to, to yeah, go work can... out and do everything you know that's all you need is 30, 30 to an hour. That's all you yeah. need every day. 30 exactly. minutes to an hour. That's all you need. Exactly. You, know, you, yeah. you still have the, the other 20, 23 and a half to, to 23, 23 hours to, to do whatever you need to do, you know? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Dude, like, I'm, I promise you I'm not I'm not trying to brag on myself. You know, I'm just trying to tell you what I do. No, I think um, you my, are. My routine. <laughs> well, no, I am bragging on myself, but I'm just trying to seem humble, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, still stay up late and talk with my dad, watch dumb movies, talk about, you know, 
think of politics to old sports. You know, we've watched countless classic games, um, stay up late, two, three in the morning, sleep late, you know, sleep till 11 or 12 every day, get up, make my food. You know, I'm trying, I've been trying to eat better, work out, uh, throw into the net, you know, call him. He's been working from home a lot, um, working remotely, um, you know, say, Hey, have time to take a break. We go play catch real quick, do all my stuff, you know, while he's working, bust it out. Then I go to work for, you know, three, four, five hours um, at, the, at the academy and then still have time to, to go out and hang out with, you know, some friends every now and then and, and still come home and do it all again the next day. You know, like so much free time available right now. Yep. If, if you if you want it bad enough, you'll make it happen, you know, mm-hmm. um, and you can still this is, you know, one of the only times you're in most people's lives will they'll be able to say yes to a lot of things without having to say no to others, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so it's, it's been cool. You know, it's, I, I miss uh, playing ball. I miss, you know, being able to go out and grab a bite to eat. And, you know, every, every single place I go, I forget my mask in my car. So I get to the door and be like, Oh crap. And I have to walk all the way back, you know? So I miss not having to worry about that. Um, and amongst mm-hmm. a bunch of other things, you know, but there's definitely uh, some, some good in, in the, yeah. rough situation that, that the world's in. Yep. The, he only says that because he misses going out with the ladies. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, my lady. <laughs> uh, I think that, uh, so like for my, I keep running up to you, but like our like conference, uh, a majority of our sports are in the same conference, but football is in a different one. But for the majority uh, that are in the SCAC, they move like most of the fall sports to the spring. And then that was like maybe a week ago. And then the football's conference just decided to do that as well. So I'm seeing this as a plus as, oh, dang. Like if most of this goes away next spring, every weekend there's going to be some type of sport going on. Soccer, volleyball, softball, oh, baseball, yeah. basketball. There's football. This is, it's it's going to be it's gonna be It'll be fun. Because to me, that's the positive of all this. For, like, right now, I'm fine with, like, not going out and, like, having matches and watching football if, like, I get to watch all these sports uh, next year. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's pretty, it's pretty cool how they're doing it, you know, because now it's like everyone thought, uh, for the most part, you know, we're not going to have sports. And they're like, you know what, screw this. We're going to go against the system. And we're going to put everything in one semester. So it's like on a college campus, especially at a small school. So for like me and Dristan's sake and for Coates' sake, you know, when when all these sports are playing at the same time. It's great. You you might only have like, what, 150 kids at school that actually live on campus. Yeah. Um, that are going to be there on the weekends and for baseball, softball, so that's sake. I mean, they're, they're not really there often, you know, yep. in the, yeah. in the, in the second half of the week, they're not there. And, and then you have football, you know, if you're, if it's a football, they travel, uh, at like TLU, if it's a little bit farther, they'll leave on a Thursday. If it's within Texas, they'll leave on a Friday, but, just not having that, uh, it, all of it once again falls back on professors because now professors have to work twice as hard oh, yeah. to get to get all of make sure all of their students have work when they're gone. Didn't 
Didn't didn't think. Yeah, that's true. There's gonna be so no, many students it, gone. Like someone will get days. affected in the end of the day. Someone's gonna get affected in a very negative way and in a very positive way for yeah. a, a player's sake. Um, it's it's crazy. Yeah. Um, but let's uh let's transfer a little bit. So let's let's kind of talk about COVID, but let's talk about uh the MLB. A little bit. So I pulled up some news uh, regarding what's happened in the major leagues this week, and I'll just kind of go through them, and we can talk a little bit about each one. Um, so the first one is it's the new rules for this season. Um, mm-hmm. What do you, what do you guys? What is the first reaction? So I'll just go down the list. We'll go through. Uh, drop so it in have, the Discord if you can. Um, yeah, if you have a okay. link, send it. So I'm, can... I'm doing I'm doing it on my phone. Oh, okay, okay, that's cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we have like uh, the Universal DH uh, opinions, yay or nay. Mine, yay. I wish they've had the Universal DH for a very long time. I think yeah. it's not only beneficial, but it makes things even. Like I like seeing pitchers hit, uh, like Baumgartner, for example. The dude mm-hmm. rakes. He hits better than Matt some Greinke. of the players. Grinky, they rake. But at the same time, I've you know, if you're, over, yeah. if you're a um, if if you're a like let's say you're a caliber player that could play in the American League, but there's no teams that want you in the American League. If you're a DH and there's no spots for you in the AL, you're kind of screwed. Like it's either you pick up a glove and go play a position, or you're going to be in the minors. Um. So I think in this aspect, you know, I think the league is going to see, like, holy crap! I think we should do this. It's going to give more players uh, opportunities. It's going to give uh, pitchers less things to worry about, um, you know, stuff like that. Um, what do you guys think about the DH? That's my opinion. Uh, yeah. uh well, oh, go, ahead. go ahead. No, you can go ahead. Go ahead. Um, like, you know, I've said a million times this, uh, this podcast, uh, it's double edged sword. Um, because I too like to see pitchers hit, you know, um, especially the guys that can rake, you know. Mm-hmm. Home run by a pitcher, um, you know, especially like Bartolo's home run. That would never happen if there's universal DH. And, <laughs> yeah. What a yeah. great moment for him, dude's over forty. You know, fat beer, beer, beer belly. Huh? It's an absolute tank at Petco. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> the best and, moments in MLB history, bro. No cap. Yeah, and and to be frank, it, it probably got him a couple more contracts. You know, because uh, yeah. now he's he's the people's player. He's the the guy people want to see Bartolo starting is like, oh man, let's let's go see him. Not because they're expecting a hundred miles an hour, but it's it's something different, you know. He's he's kind of a short, Charisma, chubby guy. The way he, the way he like uh, walks over, like you know how yeah, the he's, way he he's fun to him. watch. He yeah. even if you don't understand the sport, he's fun to watch. You know, um, he's just one of those players, man. Yeah, he's exactly. like an Adrian Beltre to me. Yeah, exactly. Adrian Beltre, Derek you know? Jeter. Hey, he's a legend. No, he's no, a legend in the like sense it. of like he hasn't done anything spectacular. He's not a Hall of Famer, but it, it's Bartolo. It's big, sexy. You know what I mean? Like, there's not going to be another. Um, I also yep. like it because it makes the pitcher. It's coming from a pitcher. It makes the pitcher respect the hitters more. As my biggest problem with like Roger Clemens, this dude was a headhunter. Yep. Same with Pedro Martinez. Dude's a headhunter. Know, come in. Yeah. Uh, so there's an issue. There's beef between the teams. He throws up the dude's head, 
but he doesn't have to go get in the box and face the the other pitcher. You know, his his teammates are the one taking the heat for it. Um, and I, I mean, that just doesn't feel right. right. You know, like, to be instigating fights like that and, and stepping on toes, pissing people off, but not having to face any of the repercussions um, on the field. You know, you face the media, but you're gonna face the media no matter what. Um, that's that's uh, you know, kind of messed up. You know, and that, that could cause some some problems uh, amongst teammates. You know. But at the same time, like you said, it does make things more even. Um, it, it does, you know, it, it's another spot. No one wants to, it, the, the pitcher is almost a guaranteed out, you know, unless you want to like Bumgarner or Grinky, you know. Um, so it's kind of boring, you know. It's not, it, baseball's already, a, you know, a fairly slow paced game. It, it's not exactly exciting, you know, and except for the, the few times where they actually do succeed. Um, on top of that, there's an injury risk. You know, uh, Max Scherzer it was taking batting practice and bunted the ball into his eye. And dude's an animal. He still pitched. You know, he didn't miss the start. Wait, which one, though? To me. Which eye? Yeah, he's, uh, got, he's got two different colored eyes. So I just want to know. Which one. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, uh, scary. Sure, but that would never would have happened if, if the, the pitchers... Uh, you know, were didn't have to hit, you know, and, and that's that's he's one of the faces of baseball, you know. He, he's an absolute dude. He's on all the promos, you know, uh, as far as opening day coming back, all that stuff, you know. Um, and also, as somebody who's trying to make it, you know, knows multiple guys who's trying to make it to the pros. It opens up jobs, you know. That's another dude to carry on the roster. That's another opportunity for someone to play, you know. Um, so I'm all for that, yep. and I'm all for if you know I made it. Um, to the major leagues, I, I wouldn't be wanting to face a Rollis Chapman and you know <laughs> Dylan Batances who throws you know 100 miles an hour but doesn't have a whole lot of control, you know, mm-hmm. um, and just exploding, breaking stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I, I can do without that, you know. <laughs> uh, I'll be all right. So that's um, why the Yankees got rid of him, chat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, I like I agree with a lot of the points you guys are bringing up. Where you know it opens up jobs for other hitters and you know maybe gives gives um gives a younger guy a, a chance to, sh- to prove himself up in the major leagues you know but i also think uh like it it just i don't know it's like taking a little bit of, of baseball away you know it, it like the little bit that we have left of, of the small ball era where you you, you have a runner on first base or second base and you're a pitcher you know he's gonna bunt him over you know, stuff like that, or, you know, a button steal, or, or you know, or, or even a suicide squeeze, you know? Uh, I mean, they can, they can still do it. I'm not saying that, that it's completely out of the game. I just feel like now that, uh, now that he, um, that it is, they're trying to do the universal DH, I feel like you just take the, you just take that away from baseball, you know? And and that's that was that's like like my my dad and my grandpa are very old school. Both of my grandparents are very old school. So every time they see someone lay, try to lay down a bun or, or you know uh, do a hit and run or or, or do a, a suicide squeeze, we all get excited because it's like it's like it because it, it, we watch just like Coach. Uh, he he says that they watch a lot of old classic games. And we do too. So like, like in the, the old days, you know, for the most part, you had someone on, you had someone speedy. You were either gonna steal or you're gonna bun them over, 
And if that speedy guy was at the plate, he was going to try to drag bunt sometimes, you know? Surprise the third baseman or the first baseman. And I think that's just a beautiful part of the game. And, it, you know, I'm all for the, the, the DH rule to be universal. But, like, doing doing it to the point where you take out, like, the pitcher, you know, going up there and bunting, it's like taking away that little piece, the little last piece of small ball that there was in baseball. I'm not saying it's, it's like you can't still play small ball and that, you know, it's it's just not seen very much, very often anymore in, in today's game. Uh, Everyone wants sure. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Dagan said, let Finney hit. <laughs> hey, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, see, for you me, uh, I don't know much about this topic, uh, so... Y'all got this one, but I mean, it, it's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I like the big sexy when he hit that fucking homer. That was, that's like how you brought it up. That's a fun moment. So, yeah, yeah exactly. And that's that's the my whole point was to the casual fan, to people like you who don't you know doesn't eat, breathe, and sleep baseball. You know, like that's something that they can see and they don't know. The, the intricacies of it, but they're like, man, that's cool. You know, like, yeah, that dude does cool. not look exactly like an athlete, you know? <laughs> yeah, but he just took one out, and you can hear it in the announcer's voice. You can see it on his face as he's rounding second base, that big old Everyone's excited smile, the you know? dugout, you know? Yeah, like, you know, he's, people don't realize he's the opposing team there, you know? Like, <laughs> yep. they're, they're not at home, and the crowd is going nuts, you know? Yeah. Like, and, like, the uh, opposing team, no too, was super happy, you know? It's yeah. Just, it's just little things like that, you know, that that, that we're going to miss. I mean, I hope I hope it doesn't stay this way, you know, because, like I said, I love the small ball that the pitchers do. And, you know, it's, like, the little last bit that I feel like the small ball era uh, has on, on the game right now. But just, like, seeing the moments like that, bro, like, where, where you see a pitcher – like literally hitting, hitting, smacking a dinger over left field fence off yeah. of another pitcher. You know, you're out there helping yourself out and then showing off the pitcher like, hey, you think I could pitch? I could hit too, you know, type deal. Mm. So it, it, it's kind of, it's kind of a, uh, a lose lose situation, you know. Or, I mean, you can see it both ways as a lose lose or a win win type deal, you know. Yeah, my one of my friends, he doesn't even watch baseball. He, like, mainly watches basketball. But his favorite baseball player is Big Sexy just because of, his, I guess, his nickname. But that's the only baseball player he could probably name. And I found that very funny. Yeah, it's just, it's, he, he's just one of the the most uh, likable characters that, that I've ever seen play. Like him yeah. along along with uh along with like Adrian Beltre like I I like I like bringing Adrian Beltre up because I mean he's 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 like he's he's my favorite player of all time but he he's just like the way he the way they're so charismatic and and their their character they they're just so likable you know and, and there's not many like that like Mike Trout same way like Mike Trout's a good guy very hard to hate you know it's just Type like that. Yeah, absolutely. I do. Yeah, What's absolutely. the next rule? All right, here's another. All right, so we got a we got an important one out of the way. Let's get into this one. This one's called unsportsmanlike conduct. No. So. Throw it out. So I don't like so it when I play football. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So it says, oh, 
Players and managers will be expected to maintain physical distance from all umpires and opposing players on the on-field playing whenever possible. Players or managers who leave their position to argue with umpires come within six feet of an umpire or opposing player or manager for the purpose of argument or engage in an alteraction on the field will be subject to immediate ejection and discipline including a fine and suspension. Dang. So no, no, no charge in the mound, bro. That is stupid. So you're telling me, like, you can't even go argue with the umpire? Like, you can't get out no. of the dugout? No. 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 Well, that will like run the trash. I feel like that's too that's safe, because, I mean, they're going to have masks on. I mean, obviously, the manager probably wouldn't get right in the ump's face, but for them to like leave their position to argue would they would get suspended or fined i feel like that's a little too far yeah, yeah. i uh that's that's a bit ridiculous you know at least on paper um, well i can tell you i i can tell you as a yankees fan if we make it to the world series and all you can't argue with umpires and all that and our home plate umpire is angel fernandez i'm going to shit a brick <laughs> oh, because yeah. That is going to be anybody. the worst World Series known to man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean... It, it won't even be fair. Well, I, I, first, I doubt that it's really going to be enforced. Um, frankly, like... Not, it's kind of like... There's, there's even a lot of stores, um, again, rightfully or wrongfully, like it says, it says posted, you know, must wear a mask when you come in. You see people in there with no mask, and it's just like... Like, what... what you know, why are you not saying, like, if you have this posted, why are you not kicking them out, you know? True. Um, well, so yeah. The, the, it's not because they care if they wear a mask. It's because if that person tries to sue and say, I got sick at your store, it's like, well, it said to wear a mask when you walked in. And it's known that it's, it's you know, mandated that across the state that you're supposed to be wearing a mask everywhere. So mm-hmm. it's your fault, you know, you can't sue us. Um, but also the stadium's going to be empty, you know. Um, so there's not going to be as much of a need to to get, you know, to go so close and argue. You know, it's going to be the initial reaction, of course, but there's not a need like shouting from second base at an umpire saying you missed the call from the dugout. A lot of times they can't can't really hear you, you know. Um, but also yeah. like umpires drive me nuts, but you got to remember they're people too, you know. Um, yep. So you know, a lot of times, you know. We're like, oh, you know, they're not here to see you, and they're not. And a lot of times they take too far, but definitely times where managers and players go too far, you know. And like, man, I'm just trying to do my job here. It's this ball's traveling fast and it's moving, you know, more than any other other pitch in the entire world, um, which is why they're here in Major League Baseball. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna call every strike a strike and every ball a ball, you know, like. I, I'm doing my best here, you know, and of course there's some that are that are worse than others and some that are better than others, but um, yep. especially with all the replays and stuff, man, the, the need to argue calls and get it right in real time. It's, it's not, it's not quite as dire as it used to be. Yeah. It's not really necessary anymore. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> um, the let's see so this is we're off the the rule changes now because okay. i don't feel like dealing with that so the the next topic is um i'm sure you guys have watched 
many opening day games being alive. So my question would be, can you name your favorite, um, like opening day, um, what word am I looking for? Um, like crazy moment? No, 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 not a, not a crazy moment, but by, by a player, like the craziest opening day by a player you've ever seen. What didn't Grinky throw a no hitter on opening day or something like that? Something? I was I was gonna say that was that was uh, my, my favorite. So my favorite is uh, Clayton Kershaw's uh, in, for the Dodgers in 2013. So in that game they played the Giants and they won four zero. So uh, Clayton threw nine innings. He uh, gave up four hits, no runs, no walks, and he hit a home run. And it was his first home run ever, and it was on opening day. Um, opening day. Yeah, I know, right? Dang. And I guess that ties it back into the universal DH thing, like, <laughs> like the pitchers did. <laughs> Let it break. Yeah. Pitcher break. I don't. I, yeah, I mean, opening day always gets forgotten about. Yeah. So the fact that you're remembering yeah. that, you know, that's that's another reason to leave the the DH, and like you said, yeah. Yep. I don't think For I have me, a day. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't know. Just a just a just a moment, then, if you can think, you know, like for your favorite team, get. If, can you name a moment on opening day? No, what? I don't have an opening day moment. I have a, like a favorite baseball memory, though. Like for for me, <laughs> it's it's not like like a team, you know, it's something the player or team did. Um, but my freshman year, um, my English teacher. Um, let me sit outside and take my quiz and write my essay and have my headphones in listening to the game on MLB at bat. Um, cause it was opening day and you know, it's no secret how much I love baseball. So she was like, yeah, you can sit out there, you know, like take your quiz real quick. Um, where I can see you, you know, it took like five minutes and she let me sit outside and listen to the game, you know? Um, so stuff like that, man, is, is people understanding that, that opening day for baseball, there's so much more pomp and circumstance and, excitement to it it's a it's a big deal you know like the the first few games of nfl hey, it's, it's a like, ritual okay, like, yeah yeah exactly it's like going to church <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean it, it really is you know like it, it's a it's an event you know my my little league coach they go every year to the houston uh opening day um whatever it is you know and that's the best team ever <laughs> shut up bro <laughs> Let the man finish. He's the... Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I'm just saying, like it's it's a big deal, you know, more than oh, yeah. it's pretty much a definitely is. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I don't, I don't think there's anything better, like when it's like when obviously when it's a regular season, not 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 right now, but I don't think there's anything better than than opening day. Of baseball and usually it's on a sunday it's usually on a sunday it starts on a sunday and, and, and you know just like church you got church on a sunday and usually i remember growing up i would I, i'm sure that it was the cardinals i think it's, it, what i used to watch was the cardinals versus cubs i'm not sure i think they used to play like like that sunday that first opening day like it was always the cardinals and the the Cubs, if I'm not mistaken, and they will start off. And I remember watching that, like just growing up. It was me and my dad always watching it, 
if it wasn't my dad, it was just me, you know, it's like, it's, it's, it's so satisfying to know that baseball is back, you know? And I think that's why it's, um, it's so, it's like, it's like church, you know, (laughs) because you're, you're, you're there. You just like, to me, like, I love watching sports, right? But I just don't like once, like once baseball's over, once postseason is over, it's like, man, like I want to watch it again. Like I want to watch more baseball, mm-hmm. and then it, it, it's just like that period between, like the postseason, which is the end of October, uh, like maybe the first or second day of November, going into um, going all the way into like spring training. Like even spring training is like. It's like it's it's kind of exciting because you just there you're you're trying to watch like all these new different players that that might even make it on your on the opening day roster right and then and then it, it's just like a build up once you start watching spring training it's a build up it's a build up it's a build up until you get to that uh, that that spring training until the the opening day and oh yeah, yeah I, for sure. I I think it's just just the beauty of that like. Like just thinking and and going through like that process is what makes it all so much worth it, right? And like every year, every single year, like you said about spring training, you know, like me and my dad, are like oh, two weeks till pitcher and catcher is important, you know, like oh, like you know, it's it's a big deal. Yeah, I think a lot of it is because baseball takes so long, so many games, um, including off days. You know, everybody has yeah. a lot of the their days off and. Um, you know, the World Series and, you know, they, they're putting more and more space in between them mm-hmm. <clears throat> for for a reason. One, so more people watch and players have more rest time and, you know, for, for a bunch of different things. But basically from middle, late March to end of October, first couple of days of November, there's baseball on TV, man. Like, you can scroll through and find a game, you know. Even if you don't like baseball, you see, oh, MLB baseball, MLB baseball, you know, like ESPN, Fox Sports, you know, local channels, Twitter, all that stuff. Top 10. By the way, dude, top 10 with baseball is way better than top 10 without it. But that's another subject. (laughs) Um, So even if you don't just, you know, live for for baseball, when it returns, it's just almost a return to normalcy, you know, just kind of like, oh, yeah, like baseball's back, you know, like there's something missing at all from from life really you know especially if you're a sports fan of any kind it just doesn't feel quite right you know like subconsciously you're seeing it scroll by on espn on, on the bottom you're seeing the score you know scott van pelt mentions it real quick whatever and when, when it's gone not only is it like the worst months of the year it's cold you know like things are getting busy with uh with finals you know of the fall semester you know like stuff's wrapping up it, it like i said it's cold winter you know football's just uh getting ready to wrap up you know then baseball comes and that means you know beach and vacation and uh you know going to games the the smell of the air all all the best parts about life typically happen over the course of a baseball season you know while baseball's in session mm-hmm. um so once it comes back man like like i said it's just a return on normalcy and I feel good again, you know, just kind yeah. of feel like, oh, like the, whatever was missing in life, it, it's finally back, you know. <laughs> it is just a big start... ass fan, bro. 
It starts tomorrow, right? Uh, does first, it start tomorrow I'm or pretty Friday? Sure. I think I just I was on Twitter. Yeah, I, I think I saw the Yankees. Yankees have the first game. I thought it was the twenty fourth or twenty fifth. Yeah, that's what I thought. Oh, I swear I just saw a tweet that said opening days tomorrow. Let me look. Might be. Um, wrong. but I I I did just pull up a I pulled up a stat. So it says in the two thousand eighteen opening day. Um, and this has a thing to do with it being like a ritual, you know. And it says that 75% of people who attended the stadiums on opening day said that they have never watched or understood baseball, just went because it was opening day. Yeah, yeah for sure. Like, that, that just proves it right there. Like, it is, it's that crazy that, um, you know, football opening day is special for football fans. Yes, but sir. <laughs> baseball opening day is just it's America's pastime. It's it's one of the I would say one of the greatest things that this country has uh, produced entertainment wise and definitely more than just baseball fans enjoy watching baseball and attending a baseball game. It's just kind of one of those things you have to do at least once in your life. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, it's crazy. Um, let's see. Wait, one see one thing what? I want to bring up. For yeah. another, like, I guess, positive out of this negative is for, like, the probably first time ever, we're going to have NBA basketball, MLB baseball, mm-hmm. NFL football, all I'm happening the at time. the exact same time. Yeah. I That's yep. that's literal. Like, if, if the NFL goes, which I, I feel it will, and the NBA is starting tomorrow or today or I, I forget. They started today. And that's just is going to be literal sports heaven because you're going to have all the top three sports in the world. You're, they're all going to be happening at the same time. Nonstop. Well, exactly. The best part about it is like when, when all of these sports end, they're going to start. Some of these oh, sports are going to yes. start right back up. Yeah. Basketball. They said after like the last like the last game, so like if it goes to game seven, the, the they're gonna start. They I I think they said a month later they're going to start again. So yep. literally three weeks yep. after they finish, the basketball season is going to start back again, which mm-hmm. is very crazy mm-hmm. to me. Yep, 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 yep. I think when did uh, we... let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. That's gonna um, be really fun. Yeah. It's it's it, okay, it, so, uh, it probably sucks no, for the teams like the teams that didn't make the playoffs because they've been out. They're gonna be out yeah, for like just kind of a whole year. <laughs> yeah, but all right, you got it, David. No, no, I was just gonna say. Okay, so yeah, so opening day does start tomorrow. The Yankees and the Nationals play tomorrow. Um, and uh, oh, Nationals. Yeah, Nationals. That is fake, bro. That is fake. They're coming off a I, win, bro. Wait, what? Oh, no. <laughs> Garrett Cole versus Mad Max tomorrow. Let's just talk about the hype in that in itself right there. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, that's that's one of the few things that... Uh, that is a... Uh, the, the admin that of is Major a Baseball World right, Series... Man. That is a World Series Game 7 Absolutely. pitching game right there. And it's crazy. Absolutely. Um, uh, no, but they- for... Just a go pitch, ahead, Eric. Just a pitching matchup because the Yankees aren't going to make the World Series. Oh, 
It's a rematch of Game Seven from last year. <laughs> well, not, not Game Seven, mm. but you know, pitchers that were in the World Series last year. Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so I heard you. Right. Make it. That's good. You're right. That's right. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> I just love um, I just love getting on your bad side, bro. So 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 for for opening day purposes, um, uh, this this is a, a question geared toward mainly Jacob and uh, Eric because I mean, Justin, you might know this, but <laughs> it would take a little bit of effort to understand this. So, who, what teams? Can you name like three teams that you think um, they have to get on a hot streak and they have to get on a hot streak fast? Um, in order to seek a spot in the playoffs once it's over, can you can you name like three teams? I'm gonna say one because Eric Eric said it. They were talking about it before. Was it the Reds, right? Yeah, the Reds. Yeah, for sure. The Reds, for sure, Red, for sure. The Reds, the A's. I think. Yeah. Um, and then um, my sleeper. Yo, y'all want my sleeper? I'm gonna get a sleeper in there. Let's get it. The Padres. Ooh, okay. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. Have, I love the Padres. I've been saying this for years. They have really have. I I, I can confirm that. Like yeah, coming soon, man. In the, in the next few years, they're gonna be good. Yeah. But, Eric, they, have you ever watched Mission Baseball, bro? Yeah, I've watched the missions. They used to be the Padres. Used to be their their. Uh... Oh, they're not anymore. Oh, it's the Brewers, no, no, right? It's the Brewers. Oh. bro. Yeah, when I. When we watched the missions that fed into the Padres, my dad would always like name guys who played for the Padres and like yeah, for I do that all the time. I do that all the time. And then um like Luis Urias, he, he's he's a he's a he's he's he used to play for the Padres. He I'm had, pretty sure it's it's Luis Urias. Uh, yeah. Okay. If we're yeah, saying Urias. Right, <laughs> sure. I think it's Luis Urias. I think Urias. <laughs> But no, I literally, because my dad and my grandpa, every time we go, they like to get the 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 the, the game, the booklets or whatever that they give out the front. Yeah, and, I was talking about and, the programs, programs, yeah, the programs, the programs, and they always have like where they're from and everything, and like every time they look, they look, they like, oh man, this guy, this guy talk, uh, this guy's from Mexico or. This guy, this guy talks Spanish. Let's talk to him. And like, um, this I saw uh, Luis Urias play second uh, shortstop for the missions a couple years back. And wow. I also saw, and I also saw Framil Reyes, who is now the DH for the, the Indians. Massive dude, by the wow. way. And yep, I I loved watching them. Like that year, we went like like five six times, and like um. Like more than usual, and, and I would just like admire the way they would both play. Uh, Urias, the way he 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 would uh play defense and and hit the ball for average, and then uh Framir Reyes for how how he uh how he smashed the ball super hard. He even took hitting advice from my dad, like in the middle of a game, no cap. Really? Yeah. It's awesome. He he was like he was like he was like my dad was like. Hey man, big fan, you're a big stud. Hey, how about you don't dip your back shoulder? He's like, <laughs> and he, my dad, he was like, wait, I'm doing that for real. I didn't feel myself. He said, yeah, you dip your back shoulder, your, your back leg. He's like, oh, okay. 
Next shot, right off the wall, left center field. I was like, Dad, you, you're freaking dickhead, bro. It's awesome, man. In the middle of a game, in the middle of a game to a professional player. You know I had that same uh, He's just. I had that same kind of thing. Uh, the first missions game I went to, I went with my friend Jared, and he's a Rangers fan as well. So uh, they were playing. Sure. Jared, I love They you, were Jared. playing the Frisco Rough Riders. Mm. And um, Jerickson Profar was on the yeah. team. And I had no idea who Jerickson Profar was at the time. And look where he is now. Um, and we sat um, uh, dug outside. So, like, he got autographs from Jerickson and everything. Like, Jared, Jared's one of those dudes that knows everything about the damn Rangers. And yeah. he understands the entire farm system. And it was just one of those cool experiences. It was, it was really cool. We need Jared in here, ASAP. Yeah. Jared in the chat. I went to a missions game last year. And they're playing the Cubs uh, minor oh, really? team. Yeah, so we yeah. saw Ian Happ out there. Sucking, oh, nice. Sucking ass, though. He was. <laughs> he could, my dad was getting so mad. He couldn't. Yeah, just like any other Cub player. Ah. Hey, hey, hey. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. <laughs> just going to ignore that. He's a yeah. fan. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, Ian Happ has a podcast, bro. That shit's fired. Um, so, Coates, what about you? Give me a. Uh, Give me three teams that you think have to come out hot, quick, quick, fast, and in a hurry. Um, well, uh, for one, the Cubs. Uh, I'll say oh, yeah. And not just because I'm a Cubs fan. Um, you know, they our pitching staff uh, really, really struggled last year, um, specifically our bullpen, our, like, like I played, you know, um, their bullpen uh, struggled a lot last year. Uh, late in the games, you know, uh, Kimbrel didn't didn't have the year we were we were hoping he was going to. Um, I mean, that was the biggest, probably the biggest reason for that. That's uh, like ten or eleven games kid we had at the end of the year, um, uh-huh. where we just could not finish a game to save our lives. You know, um, the game I went to, um, it was one one the whole game, and then uh, Pedro Strope comes in. That dude has good stuff. He throws hard. Uh, his ball moves a lot, but uh, I mean. As, as usual, you know, as, as we said, he kind of gave up, you know, he, he gave up like two or three runs in the, the top of the eighth. Um, and it was just kind of like, it, it killed all momentum, killed all competitiveness from the game, you know, and they ended up losing. Um, still a great experience, but uh, got to see it firsthand, you know, the, the kind of the, the MO for the whole year. Um, so for sure the Cubs, yeah. because of our pitching, um, we can ride league. Darvish out early, you know, let him go deeper into games and not have to worry about saving his arm and, you know, kind of saving the bullets for the, the late game, their late season push uh, that they normally have to make. Um, and then the playoffs, you know, which every team's uh, playoff hopeful. Uh, we can kind of ride guys like him out, you know, and, and let them let do what they, they do, you know. Um, you yeah. know, I think the Reds for sure, um, they're just going to have to kind of, Get hot quick and try to ride that out um, until postseason, you know. Or if they struggle early, they're going to have to get hot quick and stay hot. Um, it's like every team, you know, but especially them. Uh, the Marlins, I think that's my sleeper pick. Uh-huh. Um, just because it's it's weird, you know. And with the sleeper team. Uh, it's they're kind of a, I, and I hate the Marlins. I absolutely hate the Marlins. What do you mean they're a superpower uh, team? You know? Shut up. <laughs> uh, but I think I think this season kind of levels the playing field in a lot of ways. Uh, yeah. So yeah. I think if they're going to make it in recent years, this is the year to do it. Yeah. 
um, it's not three, but uh, the Mets, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, Stroman, if you if you can get in there, uh, get, yeah, the get, get going. Uh, Dozier today. Yeah. Really? Yeah, they did. Nice. Yeah, and and Stroman's on the IL now. Yeah, I saw that. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, he just got in there. Like yeah, today, sucks. I think. Sucks. Like calf, um, calf strain or something like that. Not I don't know. Game. If I if I had to pick three teams, I'm gonna have to go with the Cubs for one. Um, the Reds for two. Uh, my third team would be the Phillies. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. And and, and my sleeper pick. Uh, my sleeper pick is definitely going to be the White Sox. Ooh, that's because the White Sox have some talent on that team. Yeah, they have yeah, a rookie is. on their squad right now that is absolutely hitting nukes right now. Um, and uh, like they got a uh, Giolito, like they just have a squad down there. And they have Grandal. They have yeah, bro. Have like if they can stay healthy and they can play. Uh, give them like two, three years, and they ain't gonna be nothing to mess with. I can tell you that right now, for sure, for sure. They're looking good this year in the preseason game so far. Yeah, they ain't looking bad. So wait, what was the question again? Like the three. So it'll be the the three teams that you think need to get hot like now, um, oh, in order to get into the okay, playoffs. Yeah. So what you say is just like teams that like don't. Make the playoffs, or like, could it be like a team that like, um, you know, had bad runs last year that need a need to win a lot of games up front to have a chance to get in? Oh, okay, okay, okay. I was thinking, I was like, maybe the Dodgers because it just got oh, like, no. milky. No, they're sad. I was no, I'm just thinking, like, I mean, they could, like, I guess prove. I don't know where I'm going with this. Like, they gotta like prove their worth, I think, because how they ended last year. I mean, they did add Mookie, so it, like, adds to their power. But, like, the way they ended last year and not making it again, I feel like this could finally be the year as much as I hate to say it. But, like, I feel like them starting strong would, like, set the pace for their, like, run this year. Who is that, by the way? Uh, I'm sorry. The Dodgers. The Dodgers? No. (laughs) Speaking of the Dodgers, um... What are the thoughts on Mookie Betts' uh, $370 million 12-year contract he signed this morning? Uh, Eric said that already on Twitter, I think. That he deserved oh it. No, no. Me and Eric argued about this earlier. No, he does not. I'm sorry. Ah, man. Like, how long he's been in the league? He's been in the league for like four or five years. Yeah, I was about to say, what, five years? Yeah, no, but look, look. One, he is a great defensive outfielder. Great arm, uh, tracks the ball down well. Uh, his IQ is through the roof. Um, he's a speedy outfielder. He can run the bases. He's an easy 30-30 guy every year if you if you let him be. Um, he, he hits for, for power and average. Last year... Uh, he started off really slow where he was he was batting like 150 i think to the first uh, i don't know how many how many games they picked it up he hit um uh, i think he hit like 305 307 for the year just one home run short of of 30 home runs he had 100 100 and some rbis 
his OPS was through the roof. So if you if we're talking about like an all-around player, that's him. He deserves that money more than Machado or or, or than Bryce Harper. Yeah, I, Machado, me, I have to agree with deserve that. A bag of sunflower seeds. Mom, I mean, he still got paid though. Yeah, I know he did. And see, like, I think if those guys get paid like that, Mookie deserves a lot more than that because Mookie's a lot better player than both of them. And not to mention, Mookie is is a is a big team guy. Bryce Harper and Manny Machado had the biggest egos in baseball, some of the biggest egos in baseball, and they got the bag. So if you're gonna give out, if you're gonna hand out money like it's like it's candy like that, I would give it to somebody that deserves it a lot more, and Mookie bets. That's what I do. Yeah. For the Dodgers' sake, like you don't need to spend that much money to keep them around. I can tell you that. Yeah. Yes, but we don't care. Yes, he deserves that kind of money, but dude, he don't need that kind of money. And they don't need to be throwing that around. And it, 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 I don't If we're going to talk, you know, for all the money he made, uh, if he got that much money, Mike Trout should have made double what he got, period. Mike Trout almost did. And, so. and, uh, like, no, I'm talking double what he what he got. That's just, that's just sports like double what and agents and... Like the same is going on right now for like NFL quarterbacks. How that that money just keeps rising. If if your agent is poo and like can't get you a good deal like Dax, then I mean I that's I mean Trout definitely deserves that money, but I don't know. You gotta the the agent has where, to do something. I know where Coach is, is going on this. He because he he me and him have talked about it. Like he he thinks that no person or athlete should be be worth that amount of money. Yeah. And I agree with you. Oh, yeah, but, not necessarily. But, um, like they're not worth it. Um, I realize you know baseball brings in a ton yeah, of money. Super athletes, um, yeah. And baseball doesn't bring in any money if it's not for the players, you know. But uh, I think. A lot of times we're too quick to say, well, he deserves that money. It's like, bro, like, you're, you're really playing does. a game, you know, you're playing a kid's game. Uh, as we see with this COVID stuff going on, like, life will continue. There's no sports. Uh-huh. So let's let's go easy with the, the deserves, you know, um, especially as a player. Like, I deserve this money. Um, however, I do realize it's a business and, um, you know, you can't be a lifetime baseball player. You know, if you have a great career, if you're drafted out of high school, play 20 years in the pros max, you know, like, mm-hmm. or, you know, 20 or so in the pros max. So you got to get your money while you can. I get all that. Um, but man, like you're getting already getting an exorbitant amount of money. Like to say, you know, I deserve more money than that to go and play. And especially like Dodger stadium. And he was in Fenway before, you know, two of the three most historic, uh, ballparks and all of baseball you know, and to say oh well i deserve more which i'm not sure he did you know i, I don't know what his words were what his process were but someone like that to say oh i deserve more like it's kind of like come on man it's a, it's a bit tone deaf especially with the recession going on right now and you know 
people struggling to to make ends meet and don't know when their next paycheck is coming it's, it's a bit tone deaf you know so that, that's my whole angle you know i'm not not necessarily they're not 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 necessarily saying they're not worth it but it's just kind of a hairy territory when you when you start saying stuff like that yeah um, but i personally you know um and I don't know all the details that go into it, but I think the length of his contract um, was not exactly wise by the Dodgers. Uh, I'm not, I don't really have an issue with the amount of money he's making per year, um, you know, because um, it's a big number, but it's also a big number on the years, you know. Um, so it, it's spread out more than, than it looks on the surface. Um, but for anybody other than Mike Trout, man, like adding them to a long term deal like that. It's just, it's not smart, man. Like, like you saw with Pujols, man. Like, well, the dude, um, he, he's definitely a legend, but he's not producing what his salary is worth. He used to be, yeah. And this is clear. Clearly, they're trying to get some experience um, and some serious talent at the same time, you know. Uh, they're trying to get a veteran, um, which, frankly, Mookie bets in. I know he's only been in for four or five years, but playoff runs, MVP, uh, won a World Series, you know, the he's done just about everything you can do in baseball, you know, so far, um, as far oh. as accolades. <coughs> Excuse me. Definitely, uh, definitely what? I think he's definitely a veteran in, in the game of baseball. Yes, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So they're definitely trying to, you know, as young as they are, trying to get some some experience, try to push them over the hump. You know, they've come so, so close to winning a World Series. Uh, two years in a row, you know, uh, especially 2017, um, that they're like, man, like, we're, we gotta, like, at this point, man, like, if we don't win it, and this whole dynasty, all the great stuff that we've done, it's people like, you know, these way. great players, it, it's gonna, not only is it gonna destroy our legacy, but it's gonna destroy their legacy. So I definitely see why he's such a desirable player to them. Um, mm-hmm. But for 13 years, man, like, Especially yeah. coming off the year he had last year, um, I'm just not sure that's that's wise. You know, like for, from a organization standpoint, Max, in my opinion, should be like six or seven years. You know, yeah, um, I, I more, more players to kind of running things and like, and I, I realize I'm I'm close to being on my way out. So lock me down now, or I'm yeah. I'm going to sign to somebody who will. You know, even if it's for a little bit less money per year. I'm going to make sure I have money coming in, you know, and take care of myself, set myself up. So, you know, especially as prevalent as injuries are, you know, lately, the the amount of talent um, and the, the razor, razor thin edge that separates uh, the dude in rookie ball from, from low A to, to high A and so on, you know, like there's not a whole, whole lot of difference in the talent and ability, you know, so you stop stop performing and they'll find you a replacement quickly. Yeah. Uh-huh. So if if you had to take a wild guess, who do you think is the next player that gets a fat contract like that? Oh man, uh probably Chris Bryant. I got my money on Juan Soto. Yeah, yeah, once he a free agent. Yeah. I think he is going to get a fat contract. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Another couple of years. Yeah, that's why Matt, That's why I say Chris Bryant next because he's a free agent after this year. I would say that. Uh, honestly, 
I don't know, bro. Like, I want to see him stay in Chicago because he's, he's kind of like he's not he, he's, he's kind of like a legend over there. But I'm telling you, dude, there are gonna be some people out there throwing some serious fat cash to try and get him in their corner. I promise sure. you, he. I don't think you're gonna leave. I was listening to Habs podcast. He posted on his Twitter too. He was talking to Chris, and they're just like. Like uh, talking so good about Chicago, man, about how how much they love it, and like Chris was talking about how like he wants to spend his whole like career there in Chicago, and this was and recent. Hope- this was like I think two days ago, so I don't. I think I think I he'll stay. He's. I mean, he's one of my top three like favorite players right now. Uh, I love his personality. I love his charisma. Uh, he's an absolute dog on the baseball field, obviously. I don't know. He's just kind of – he's like a Derek Jeter for the Yankees, in my opinion. He's just kind of a hometown hero over there. Yeah, I don't think yeah, – uh, I don't I think, think he'll oh, No, I was going to say, I don't think he'll ever leave because, I mean, the team is still in a good situation right now. So it's yeah. not – Yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, and I could see it. I could see him staying. Um, but last year he expressed some uh, desires of, of wanting to leave. Um and being frustrated and petitioning usually um, baseball on his contract because the Cubs did what a lot of teams do and bring their their star prospect up just after the deadline um, to where it would take away from their first year of, of their contract. Um, mm-hmm. So he, he expressed some some frustration with that. Um, I think it, it kind of uh, put a bad taste in a lot of the Cubs fans' mouths. But um, on the surface, it just looks like he's trying to leave. He wants to go play with Harper. You know, that's what all the speculation was. But <laughs> yeah, they're buddies, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. They. I'm pretty sure they went to the same high school. But I know they're both they from Las to, Vegas. You know, they both superstars. They went to the same uh, high school in Las oh, Vegas. Yeah, yeah I, they're they're insane. I remember, so I was gonna say I remember when uh, there were talks of like Bryce coming to Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Same thing. You know, that was a year before. Um, but clearly he was just trying to, you know, get his free agent contract now, uh, at least to me, that's, it's, it's clear. I think he was just trying to, uh, he wants to stay with the Cubs. I think that's what he would like, you know, um, there's also a chance he, he doesn't, there's a chance he wants to leave. Um, but doesn't want Cubs fans to hate him this year, you know, and, and not like him quite as much. Um, one that sucks, you know, nobody wants to be disliked and two that hurts his reputation and his, you know, his opinion, people's opinion of him. Um, which makes him less desirable to other clubs because, like, oh, people hate him, you know, like, nobody wants that, nobody wants an enemy, you know. Um, yeah. So it's definitely some damage control, you know, some some PR um, um, work, I guess, um, efforts. Um, I don't even think he's necessarily wrong for it. Um, I think uh, a lot of what was said was taken out of context last year and, misconstrued and a lot of secrets got out, you know, that weren't supposed to. And I'm not mad at him if he wants to leave or whatever, you know, but um, I think it's just all, I, I don't think there's there's any real signs of, of him wanting to leave or wanting to stay, you know, either way, anything definite, you know. Yeah, I guess at this point he's just going to be looking at best interest once he's done. Right. Yeah, for sure. Right. Another guy we sh- that uh, we should probably look into. Gaio. No, 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 not you. Uh, for next, the two guys that I would think 
for next next offseason I would get a paycheck, either Real Muto or Springer. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, Springer, Springer, we could definitely see. He was on the radar this year, wasn't he? Kind of a little bit. Yeah, they were trying to get an extension together, I think. They were throwing his name up in the air. It's yeah. a, a dude, an absolute dude. Hey, yeah. I, don't, I don't care if you hate the Astros or not. That man is going to destroy any team he play against. I don't care. Trash cans, no trash cans. Uh, <laughs> like Buzzers or no buzzers, whatever people think they used. Like, bro, he's just a dude. Great outfielder. Uh, hits for power and average. He's super speedy. Well, he's not super speedy, but he's speedy enough to just steal you bags. You know, he, he's just he's another all-around player, man. For sure. Top 10 outfielder in the game. Top 5, maybe, even. Yeah, I put him... Probably put him in the top 6. Yeah. Yeah. Top 6 is a good number. Um, and then Romuto. Um... He, I don't know. I, I, look at, catcher ever. I look at Romuto as like uh, the glue of the Phillies right now. For sure. Because you got Hoskins, you got Harper, and they're, you know, they're hit or miss sometimes. But then you got Romuto, and it's like... The most consistent guy on the team. Yeah, yeah. Not to mention how good of a catcher he is. Not and putting all power aside. Drama-free, man. He just... Shows up, does his job, and goes home. Job. You know, like, yeah, he doesn't need to be recognized, you know, and, and praised all the time. He lets his his, uh, his play do the talking. Yeah, and a lot of people like that. You know, it's refreshing. You know, just, yeah, I love I love that for baseball. Yeah, me too. Me too. And I think there's definitely a time and place for the you know the let the kids play campaign. You know, um, bat yeah. flips and you know stuff like that. It's not quite as bad as everybody tried to make it out to be. You know. Um, but people forget that there are a lot of old-fashioned fans in baseball still um, who still, you know, pay a lot of money and care about the sport a lot. So you got to kind of try to find a happy medium and kind of keep everybody happy, you know? Um, yep. And I, I'm yeah. all for the raw emotion. You know, there's a lot of times where I'm just like, when I'm playing, I'm pumped up and excited and, and yelling. And it's it's all for, like, I'm excited no. that for my team. I'm I'm trying to pump my teammates up never like oh dude i just embarrassed you you know i'm trying to show you up it's just like i can't control it you know and when i start when i start trying to control it that's when i start to struggle you know um so i don't think it's it's quite as disrespectful as it seems you know but there definitely is some stuff that's just like okay you didn't have to do that you know like something inherently wrong with it but it's just kind of over the line yeah yep 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 I don't know, man. Those are those are all good points. Um, if I had to bring one more player into the mix, I would have to go with Tim Anderson. <laughs> he's a, he's a dude. Tim Anderson. I love. Yeah, I'm not quite sure he's he's at the, the big contract yet, but I think he has potential. Sure. Yeah, definitely. I, I love that dude. I love the way he plays. Um, the fire in him. He reminds me of like a clean version of Manny Machado. Oh yeah, for sure. And, and I don't know. He's he's just kind of a a special gem that a team like that that's been so bad for quite a bit of time that they're just looking for that person 
So, yeah, I mean, for sure. Eric, anything you want to add? Jurison, anything? Mm -mm. I mean, you made good points. You know, it's kind of all the, there is to be said there. Not, not a whole lot to argue. Yeah. Yep, you're right. Well, I'm kind of out of topics. So, um, hey, that was Eric, weird. Bring something up. Jerson, you want to bring something up? I mean, we're nine minutes from two hours, so whatever y'all want to talk about for mm -hmm. nine minutes. Or we could stop. I don't care. It, this whole thing was very... I don't... I didn't talk a lot because I don't know a lot of baseball. I'm more of a football, basketball person, so I just sat back and listened <laughs> to all y'all talk. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's yeah, how man, that's I how I'm sorry, I like kind of dominated a lot of the conversation. Um, no, you but good, baseball's you know, the only sport I, I I really know about. So no, no, yeah, that's why we brought that's why we brought you on was for baseball. Idea. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, I'm not saying anything like that. I just meant like next time, you know, if if you guys bring me on again, like I'm down to hear your guys' side of of basketball and football because. Definitely could be could be uh, kind of caught up in the, in those fields. Yeah, me and me and Coach will sit back and just <laughs> press the mute when they start basketball. <laughs> see, see, when we have some, when we start talking about football, that's how I'm gonna be. I know a little bit about football, but I don't know much. Yeah, okay. I I ain't ready for the football talks. So I'm gonna get heated. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna get heated. That's uh, I'm gonna get. But I mean, that's why we brought you on, Jacob, because you like. They wanted baseball first, and we were looking. Since it was and, already starting. So yeah. you know baseball. You're a baseball player. You know the college baseball. So, yeah, that's right, why right, this right. one was This one was mainly baseball, or was for baseball. So, yeah, made sense. Yeah, yeah, uh, we, yeah. we wanted somebody yeah. with experience um, in what's going on right now, and we thought that Especially we thought you were going to be the best fit for a college environment right now and what's going on and the story that you, you told and whatnot. Well, I appreciate that. I, uh, you know, one, like I said, I'm honored to be you guys first guest. And, uh, I think it's cool that y'all are doing this, you know, uh, and just kind of starting something up and just talk about what y'all want to talk about. I think that's cool, um, on multiple levels. Um, so it makes me feel good that, you know, you guys chose me to, um, be your first guest, and I appreciate it. Uh, I uh, a lot, a lot of fun talking to you guys. Um, you know, Eric and I don't get to talk like this as, as much as we used to. Uh, Flatty, I, you know, the only time I really talk to you is when we're in the same uh, party channel. You know, we're playing games and Justin. You know, I heard uh, when I watched Eric stream, I'd hear him say, "Hey, what up, Justin?" All the time, you know. Yeah. But <laughs> so it's nice to finally uh, somewhat meet you. You know, like yeah. it's not in person. I don't know if that completely counts, but. No, yeah, I, I, I think this counts. It's cool. No, it doesn't count, though. <laughs> no, Eric really wanted you. Like, we were, like, discussing names, and every time he'd be like, Jacob, Jacob, Jacob. <laughs> yeah, I brought you up, like, like three times. At least. <laughs> yeah, we, we think he had, like, an undercover stiffy in the background. He just didn't want to say anything, but he just... <laughs> I, did. I, did. Uh, I don't I don't doubt it, man. I don't doubt it. <laughs> Right, oh, we yeah. got Eric next week. We're working on uh we're working on getting Addison Ray in next week for for uh, Eric again. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll, I'll, I'll get him on that right one for sure. <laughs> Bring you back just to talk to her. Right here. I'm, I'm inviting myself back if that happens. Jacob is coming back to talk with Addison. <laughs> Eric's gonna do his own podcast that day. <laughs> All right, guys, solo stream today. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, so that podcast is not going to go up on uh, Spotify. Uh, <laughs> there might be a, a PH. A, you know, it's not, it's not going to be a PG. It might be delayed for consensual reasons. <laughs> um, I might turn on the camera, but I probably won't. Uh, <laughs> be I, I won't stream <laughs> that one. Yep. <laughs> Overall, I'm a real guys. Uh, I do have to go, but I, I appreciate you guys, and I uh, I wish you guys the best of luck going forward. I hope this uh, takes off uh, quickly. Um, I know you know you, each of you guys have Twitch accounts and mm-hmm. um, each your own followers and subscribers and all that. So not only with with the podcast, but with your uh, your streaming, man. I, I hope y'all uh, y'all take off and kind of launch this into something bigger than you you ever imagined. So I uh, like I said, I appreciate you guys having me on, and uh, you know. Yes, sir. Thank hey, you. On any appreciate you coming on, brother. Means appreciate that. For listening to me, uh, ramble on. I appreciate y'all. No, it's fun. Sure. Thank you. Thank sure. you for coming on, man. All right, man. Well, take I'll, care, take care. I'll take care. You Let too. Puppy. Wait, wait, wait. Don't, don't, don't. Are we? Did no, you yeah. No, I haven't ended it yet. Okay, cool. Yeah, we we gotta, you know, end it off right, you know. Yeah. Okay, now back to Madison Ray. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> No, we'll we'll do all all our. This one was strictly so like, for Johnny next week. Are we doing baseball again, or what are we gonna do with him? No, we're gonna do. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about COVID and uh, the effects it has on businesses. Yeah, the effect on the business and uh, in the economy, and uh, some like real life scenarios. Right. And then uh, we'll get we'll get Johnny in on the basketball too, because Johnny understands a lot about basketball. Oh, right. Johnny loves basketball, bro. All right, yeah, we'll get. Get into that next Wednesday, and then this Sunday, I guess we'll like discuss. Um, just think, cause I mean, opening days tomorrow, NBA starting, so I, I'm betting there will be a lot of stuff that we could talk about Sunday. So yeah, wait mm-hmm. for that one. But yeah, how do we? Uh, how y'all want to close this out? How are we? Um, you know, just uh, once again, from from my perspective, at least. Uh, you know, thank you. I, I got a couple of people that uh, hit me up on social media and uh, texted me, telling me that they listened to our podcast and they loved it and they were, you know, ready for some more uh, content. So, to those guys, uh, I really appreciate it. You know, the support that you guys are giving us, and um, you know, it, we're just trying to get big for uh, not not personal reasons, but more so just to get exposure to the public. We want to know what the public has to say a lot about these things, you know. So, uh, you know, comments are always helpful for us. And mm-hmm. it, it, this is for you guys. This isn't for us. Um, it's just a dream that we've had for a while. And it finally came full force. And um, we're just Absolutely. speaking from our mind. So yeah. uh, I appreciate it. We appreciate it. And um yeah, that's all I got to say on my perspective. Eric, what are you going to say? No, you can go oh, there. Okay. okay. Um, no, yeah, I mean, I appreciate you guys that, that have been listening to to the podcast, whether it was on Spotify, uh, on either of our Twitches, you know, it, it's just, or, on either of our, twi- our Twitch accounts, you know, it, it's it's cool to know that, that people are actually listening and, and uh, following along to what we're doing you know we're just here we're just here to you know conversate with you guys and and, and, and you know give us our
our our uh, two cent give our two cents about what, what these topics and what, what's going on in the world you know and you know we're we're very we're very uh happy to to be here to conversate with you guys it's 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 uh like we said last stream is something new that we're trying out and we're glad that you guys are liking it you know i hope hopefully we we can um uh, keep going with this yeah yeah that's what basically uh everybody who's i sent uh david the numbers i don't know if he showed you but it said we had 25 people like listen to the podcast click on it uh on spotify so that's, that's a start. A yeah, that's a start. So yeah, it means a lot that uh, those people clicked and watched, and uh, hopefully we get more. Hopefully we uh, uh, get real and more viewers from this, like just posting on social media, staying on Twitch, um, and then having certain guests that uh, just them being on the, the podcast will bring people in and be like, oh, I like him. Uh, I want to hear him talk. But yeah, yeah means, sure. it means a lot. I enjoy this. Even though this one I didn't talk as much, <laughs> I just sat back. I enjoy uh, conversating and like hearing people's opinions about uh, the world today and uh, like how we have to change and all that. Yeah, for sure. Um, Junior, shut up, bro. Junior, I would never listen to this dumb podcast ever again. <laughs> <laughs> he missed the part earlier about him. Yeah, I know. He'll hear yeah. it again. <laughs> no, but seriously, guys, uh, thank you guys for for listening uh, to us talk. Sometimes, we, like I said last time, sometimes we're gonna be messing around. Sometimes we're gonna we're gonna be serious and and uh, so don't take it don't take us too too serious, but take us serious enough to where you understand our, our point of view. Uh-huh. Uh, Yep. But yeah, um, make sure uh, if you're listening on Spotify right now, go follow us on Twitter. Yeah, Twitter. Uh, it's at Tripod, but instead of a T, it's, it's a, three. a three. So go follow us there on Twitter. Um, basically, every time we go live, we'll tweet out when we're live um, on Twitch, and I'll put links to our Twitches so then you can go watch any three of us. And we also have a Discord in the Twitter bio that you can join and just, like, chat with us and give us ideas. Um, and then you can also DM us on Twitter. And if you ever would want to be on the show or have any ideas, then you just DM us and let us know. And then we'll try to work you in and see what we could talk about with you. Yeah, guys. Um, what did you say? Damn, I forgot. <laughs> Eric has left the chat. Yeah. Um. My, yeah, my brain has. <laughs> well, while he's while he's thinking about it, uh, just to uh, touch a point, um, Eric talked about, you know, taking us seriously. Um, there's gonna be times when, um, we talk about touchy subjects. Uh, for us personally, you know, things um in our lives that have happened to us that are personal to us on the things that we're talking about and we want to make sure that um people um you know respect our thoughts and whatnot and, and there's going to be times when we're serious we're having fun we're laughing we're joking around um telling each other we're you know douchebags dicks whatever um but 
there there's there's just going to be those times when you know it things need to be taken seriously because these things are personal and meaningful to us and i don't expect anyone to criticize us but um that just needs to be set up front i think yeah no that's good yeah i just there are times where we're serious and times where we're not so like when the times we're not it'll be very obvious and you can talk to mess around with us in those times but yeah, like, uh, I guess Jacob bring up his past and how he's had surgeries and stuff. That was a very serious subject. Yeah, that's a passionate story for Jacob to tell. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's why we kind of sat back and listened and then praised him afterwards because that's something special to him. That's a lot of stuff and a lot of money and a lot of time and a lot of tears that he had to go through to get where he is now, so... Um, we just kind of deserve and um, expect the same kind of respect. That's all I'm trying to say. So. Yeah. Um, like they said, you know, we just, we're three douchebags that are having a podcast, but three douchebags that also have a heart and emotions, you know? So. Um, and, uh, you know, some of these fit, some of these uh, topics are gonna be a little, uh, a little, a little touchy. But you know, we're yep. uh, we're here to uh, to show you that you know we're real. right in the public. You no, know, we're just here to to show you that that we're real people. We have we uh we feel like you do and. We 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 uh we may think different than you do, but we still have feelings like you do, and you know um, some of these things, some of these topics are very personal, and mm-hmm. and uh, you know just like you you'll you'll hear us. Our, once we start doing more of these, you you'll listen to our tone of voice, and you'll start uh, figuring out when we're serious and when we're not. But yep. Um, but yeah, I mean. Thank you guys for tuning in and uh, follow us on all social media platforms and and uh, that way you know when when we're uh, when we're on or we're live. Yep. For, for sure. the most yes, part, for the for the most part, if you want to see you want to see the the podcast or hear the podcast live, uh, tune into Twitch on Wednesday, Sundays and Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. But if you want to listen to the podcast on Spotify. You have to wait. How long does it take? Your nah, like I'll probably have it by like one a.m. See, yeah, so it's like a. It'll like be a like right hour. after. It won't even. Yeah. But yeah. yeah so, um, so yeah, if you if you guys uh want to listen to it live, then go on Twitch on Saturday or Sundays and and Wednesday nights, and then if you wanna, if you just want to listen to it while you're at work or you're just doing something, you're working out. Then uh, hop on Spotify and look up Tripod Podcast, and you'll uh, you'll find it there. Yep. All right. Yep. Is that it, boys? Yep. All Appreciate right. it. Appreciate you guys. All right. Thank you, guys. Later.